This is the Decision Masters Podcast. I'm Kirsten Parker, the decision coach for overthinkers. When you feel good about your decisions, life feels good. You get to be present in your days and excited about where you're going. I'm going to help you build your decision mastery so it's easy to know what you want, navigate uncertainty, and handle any feelings that happen. Whether you're in the middle of some overthinking angst right now, or you simply love feeling in charge of your choices, you're in the right place. Clear, confident decisions are right around the corner. Let's get into it. Well, hello again, friend. Kirsten here, your decision coach. And we have such exciting things to talk about this week because we're going to talk about three mistakes that you can avoid so that you can have way better holiday season. How does that sound? Ah, holidays. This is the time of year when otherwise assertive, confident, boundaried people are somehow extra susceptible to stressful decision making. And I'm here to tell you, not this year, friendo. We're going to lay out these three very common mistakes that it's very easy to make. Remember, we're never judging here. We're just going to be on the lookout because what we don't want is for this cliche season to come upon you. This cliche, busy, resentful, bitter, complainy, not super present, chaotic, bleh, season. We don't want that for you. And even if you're not celebrating any holidays, this time of year interrupts people's patterns. This is a time when routines are disrupted. And that's really what we're paying attention to here. Because you are not following your regular routines most of the day, most days, it's easier for you to go off the rails, as it were, with decision making. It's easier for you to do things outside of your norm when you're not living inside your norm. Make sense? So this does not have to apply just to the holiday season. If you're watching, then you can tell that I am fully embracing the holiday season right now. And we just finished Halloween, but I'm here for it. We need some joy and I'm not sorry. So whatever's up for you for the next few weeks remaining of this year, I want you to have the best damn weeks possible. And if that's what you want, then let's get into the mistakes that you're just going to decide in advance I'm not going to make. Done. Mistake number one is making decisions out of groupthink. What is it about this time of year that seems to seek the autonomy out of the air? Well, it's actually a few things. Social pressure, family traditions, sweet cinnamon-scented obligations that are thrust upon you that you feel obliged to meet. We have to call attention to the groupthink effect that the holiday season has on us because it can propel us into all kinds of decisions that are made out of obligation and guilt and implied debt and made up things that we do not actually genuinely believe. So what is groupthink? Groupthink is when there's a consensus because the majority of people seem to agree on something. So you just go along with it because it's easiest, even if you don't really agree, even if you don't really think about if you agree. What are some examples at the holiday season time or the end of year where groupthink mucks up our decision making? I'm so glad you asked. Groupthink. It's the holidays. Everyone has to be crazy right now. There is a consensus about this, folks. And I'm here to tell you, not true. Not everybody has to feel crazy. You don't have to be busy and miserable 
and running around like some kind of headless chicken. You just simply don't have to. But you will find a dozen strangers on the street who will agree with you if you say, yeah, it's the holidays. What are you going to do? Right. Other things that group think influences. This is where it seeps into your decision making. So just check. It's rude not to host people for whatever, for a dinner that maybe you've always hosted or that someone has asked you to host, maybe hosting people at your home for a two week stay in your house inside where you live. Groupthink would also have us believe that it's selfish to do your own thing at the holidays, whatever that may be. Staying at a hotel instead of mom's or going on safari instead of to Ohio. Groupthink would have us believe you should keep to tradition. Tradition is good. Deviating from tradition is bad. You should do things the way they've always done because that's the way we've always done them. Groupthink at work has us believing it's a busy time. Everyone needs to work harder. It's the last quarter. Everyone should do overtime, but not get paid for it. My friend, I need you to remember the person you are the rest of the year. The one who is very good at questioning assumptions and considering your own authentic opinion when making decisions. If you aren't very good at it, you are very interested in it. I know because you're listening to this podcast. So please let me be that voice that jingles in your head. The next time groupthink is trying to convince you that you have no choice but to spend $5,000 to fly your whole family across the country to spend time with people that you don't even like. No, you don't. You will be able to find a lot of people who will agree with you if you walk into a room and say, yep, I don't want to, but them's the breaks. What are you going to do? And since I know you want to be an empowered, authentic, self-honoring decision maker, I need to take a deep old breath and answer that question. Answer the question, what can you do? Because you know the answer. The answer is you can do whatever you want. You're an adult. You are lucky enough to be an autonomous adult. So let us take advantage of that. If you want to see family, see family. If you don't, you don't have to. And little side note caveat soapbox moment. If you are saying you don't want to see family, but you really do because you know you'll regret it if you don't, then stop complaining. Stop being a complainer. Own your decision, okay? Decide the reasons you like for whatever decisions you're gonna make about anything this holiday season and don't act like you have no choice in the matter because it doesn't feel good. This is coming from love. Hashtag said with love. We're not judging here, remember. But it doesn't feel good to you to walk around your life perpetuating the story that I don't have a choice. Because you do, and it will feel so much better when you exercise that autonomy. I know it can feel tricky. I know it can feel challenging when it feels like you're going against what groupthink has agreed. But that's why you're here. That's why you are in this community of decision masters, because you want reminders that what everyone agrees on is not always the best thing for you and not always the truest, most correct thing, right? We're on a roll and we're only at mistake number two. Let's segue into mistake number two that we're not going to make this year, shall we? Focusing on how things and people aren't. Sometimes it can feel like we're riding around in bumper cars and we're constantly butting up against problems. It can feel like we have a radar running 24-7 that's just scanning for what is wrong. A what's wrong radar, if you will. And I know because I've been there. 
I cannot reiterate enough that none of this is coming from judgment. It's easy to do. It's easy to slip into this mindset. This is a time of year when we talk to people we haven't talked to in a long time. We reflect on an entire year, which we rarely do in the middle of the year. We look ahead. We compare ourselves to other people and where we thought we should be and where we aren't. And it's very easy for this radar to get kicked into gear and just kind of run on autopilot. But we know this doesn't feel good because when you are constantly scanning the world and filtering all the data you get through this filtration system that's looking for what's wrong, how are things not like they should be or how I want them to be, you're leaving very little room in your brain for any of the good stuff. So I'd just love for you to be aware of this tendency so that you can spot it more easily when it happens, because it might, and that's fine. We can just get out of it faster. And you can also give yourself a better chance of deciding in advance that, oh, I didn't even mean for that to rhyme. Ho, ho, holidays. But you can give yourself a better chance of making the decision before you go into an event or out into the world or whatever, onto a plane, and you're not going to have this radar running. You're going to decide in advance. You know what? At this dinner this year, I'm just going to listen to Cousin Hermione. And I'm not going to focus on how annoying I think her life is or how wrong I think her choices are. How different would your dinner be if you made that decision in advance for these kind of predictable things? How different would your experience at the airport be if you decide in advance? You know what I'm not going to do? Go in and comment on how everyone is driving like a crazy person. And I'm not going to focus on how much time everything is taking and how I'm late and how everything isn't the way I want it to be and how everyone isn't the way I want them to be. What would your experience be like if you made that change? Now, quick caveat, we're not talking about invalidating yourself, okay? So if there are genuine thoughts and feelings that come up in your mind, you know me, you know I love me some validation. You are allowed to be annoyed at stuff. The difference is we can switch into this radar running 24-7 mode and it can ruin your experiences. So I want you to just be more aware of this tendency and not make the mistake of letting the radar run your days. Brings us delightfully to mistake number three, which is not naming the core values that you want guiding your decisions this season. Let me break this down because this is such a fun one. A lot of the regret and burnout and busyness and lack of presence and resentment, et cetera, et cetera, that comes out of this season is rooted in unintentional decisions. How can we make our decisions more intentional when there is more activity, when there are more moving parts, when there seem to be more unknowns that you're dealing with all the time? Here is a brilliant way to do it. Name your core values for the season, aka what guiding principles do you want to set up for the decisions you're going to make? What's a framework that would help you know this is the right decision for me, or this is the best decision, or that is not the right decision for me? I want to give you some juicy examples from my clients because they are rocking this and it is oh so fun. So some of the decision values that my clients have named for this season that's just making their lives easier because they know how they're setting themselves up for success, for experiences that they feel more intentional about, that they're going to enjoy more. It's kind of like if you pick brand colors, then it's like, okay, great. We know the colors we're choosing from. 
from the rest of time. And we know like how to tell if the colors that we're going with are like ish in line with what we meant to end up with, right? Same with like a color scheme for a room. I don't, my whole office is covered in palm trees most of the year. Right now it's covered in like holly. So I want to help you set up a filter so you know how to make decisions more easily and you can know you can trust them. So some values my clients are using right now include ease. Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please to the ease. What if you just got to make decisions based on what's easy this year? What if even if you decided to take on a challenge, you had the core value of ease already in place? So you guaranteed yourself that you would find ways to make that challenge easier to take on. What would that change? Oh my gosh, another great one. Fun. Remember fun? What if you didn't have to check box and errand your way through this entire season? If you decided in advance that you were going to leave more room for, make more room for, even create on purpose more fun. How nice would that be? And a really great question to consider is, is this going to happen on its own? Are you already making decisions this way and it's working great and like kick ass? Or are you likely to not make decisions in alignment with this value of fun or a value of ease unless you set the intention and create some accountability for yourself? And another value that I just want you to know is available for you to have and keep for the rest of forever is what's best for me. Yeah, that's the value that you get to have and make decisions based on. Even if those decisions inspire other people in your life to feel feelings or think thoughts. It's okay. Now listen, I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer with this episode. I really don't. I want you to have the best season of the entire year. I'm planning on it. I want you to join me. And I don't mean to manifest any kind of mistakes or imply that we are all bound to do this stuff automatically. It's like I said at the beginning, we're all probably in interrupted routines. Even if you're not celebrating a dang thing, just society in general moves in a different way at this time. Businesses operate in a different way at this time of year. And when your routines are disrupted, it's easier for other norms that have been established to be disrupted. It's easier to deviate. So while you might be the most boundaried, self-honoring, unapologetic, empowered, ease-aligned person in the entire world from January to what's before November, October, even if you are great at embodying that person and that spirit and that mindset most of the time, it's just easier to not right now. So that's just what we're calling attention to. And we're just saying, hey, look out for these three little mistakey behaviors that can land you in a situation that you don't feel great about. I know you want to have a more authentic, more empowered, more conscious, more intentional, and more fun holiday season. And that's totally possible for you. I just need to remind you that you can do it. But if it's not going to happen on its own, you have to make it happen. You have to be intentional about it. And this time is yours. So claim it. Own it. Take the time that is yours. You're not going to get it back. I hope you have the best week. And if you're listening or watching live, remember that you can still grab your free ticket for the Maximize Your Decision Style Masterclass. If you haven't taken the Decision Style Quiz yet on my website, go right now to kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz. 
Find out where your tendencies are gravitating toward. Overthinking, people-pleasing, procrastinating, perfectioning. You probably have a mix of lots of things going on. But I want you to know, what's my decision style right now? What's my default? And at this workshop next week live, that's totally free, we're going to get into the nitty gritty details of how do you operate? How does this not have to be a completely bad thing? How can you make the most of it? And how can we avoid the most annoying parts of it? I cannot wait for that. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. Go take the quiz. Go sign up for the masterclass, kirstenparker.com forward slash decision style. I'll see you soon. Hey, want to find out your decision style? Um, obviously. Go take the decision style quiz. It's in the show notes and at kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz. We all have our style when it comes to making decisions, but do you know how to use your default way of thinking to your advantage? Or do you mainly get stuck in the most annoying parts of overthinking and people pleasing? The decision style quiz has your answers, my friend. Take it right now at kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz.